we got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the field. It go down. It go down in the field. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The college experience on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by MyBookie. Sign up over at MyBookie.ag and use the promo code SGP50 to claim your 50% deposit bonus today. Play, win, get paid over at MyBookie.ag. The Sports Gambling Podcast is brought to you by Amazon. You probably already shop at Amazon, but why not shop at Amazon and support the Sports Gambling Podcast? All you have to do is log into sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash Amazon, bookmark that link, and use it every time you shop at Amazon to support the podcast today. Let it ride. Welcome to the college experience. <laughs> it's turning into moron. turning into Vince McMahon over here. My name is Colby Dant, aka the swinging dick of the database. Mm. Hey, <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. That's a common theme with you, isn't it? <laughs> and over here, in in the other corner, standing at six foot one. That's generous. Half an inch cock. Mm. Also, the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, former, former James Madison defensive back. Give it up for Patty C in the place to be. Hi, oh, I was in the trenches. Had to do solo podcast the other day. Oh yeah, I missed you. I missed you. I missed you. Too, Major buddy. Mud missed you. He's over here. He's smelling things. You know, he's over at your house. And this is from Hollywood, California. Look at him. He knows we're talking about. He's wagging that little tail. Wagging that cock of his. Mm-hmm. How you doing, pal? Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. I mean, it is a great time of year in sports. It is. We got this is our college experience mock draft edition. But before we dive into the mock draft, we will recap a few things. And I scripted this a little bit. I did right. some homework. I know I Let's was never one for homework, but I did some homework. <laughs> it's never too late. And, and this is what I want to start out with. I'm going to start out with some college football talk for you, Patty. Before we dive into NHL and NBA playoff recap, you know, I'm up for that. A little college football talk. Mm-hmm. I got to speak my mind a little bit. Patty C. Let's you know it. these things bother me. All righty. Illinois tight end. Luke Ford transfer from Georgia. 
to Illinois, transferred home to Illinois. So his sick grandmother could watch him play back, play football. I'm sorry. Not yeah. basketball. How sick that I don't know. I'm pretty sure I uh, read she had like a brain tumor or no, something. No, no, that is Virginia tech offensive lineman. Brock Hoffman was transferring from coastal Carolina to Virginia tech because his mother has a brain tumor. That's taken away her hearing and her sight. Mm. And the NCAA said no to both of them. Interesting. But Tate Martell, Tate Martell, Ohio state. I have yet to hear a to single Miami. compelling reason as to why he was granted. And Justin Fields, Justin Fields, a little more understandable. Still, still compared to a brain tumor right. where his mother's eyes and hearing have been, have, have, have started diminished essentially. Right. They deserve the NCAA are the biggest crooks. And this is, yeah. I'm, I'm going to call, I'm going to call something here and I don't have factual proof of this, but I think it is strictly Strictly Financial. because it's Illinois and Virginia Tech, and I bet you the NCAA is on the take because Miami has money. Uh, Ohio State has people money. People around Miami have money. Yes. Yeah. Ohio State has a shit ton of money. How do they get the pass with these two fucking players that deserve? Yeah. Like, are the definition of why the fucking immediate transfer was like, you know, the issue here, by Put the way, in the place in the first in, place. In case you don't know what I'm talking about, guys, Hoffman and Ford, uh, without knowing their personal cases, should have to sit out a year, just like Fields and Tate Martell. They were not grad transfers. Should have to sit, yeah, sit out a year. Yeah, all four of them should be sitting out a year. Now the NCA can hear your case, which right. they gave Fields and Martell the pass. Right. Martell makes zero sense. Field, there was what some some someone at a baseball game, which I don't even know if. Fields plays baseball as I th- well. I, th- I think he might. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Someone in the stands dropped an end bomb. He felt threatened. You know, I think there was something that had to maybe do with his sister there. But isn't I don't he know from the whole the story. South? Where's he from? He is from the South. That doesn't mean it's okay for no, her. I, he I, should I be used that. to it. I either. know that, but, I, but I, I, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that. Right. I mean. I mean, yeah, he should probably be used to it a little bit. I'm saying but, it's more, more, I, I feel like it would happen more often in, in Alabama than it would in say New York city. I'm actually not sure about that. I'm not sure about that. And let me tell you why. Okay. I have family from New York city. I have my grandpa on my dad's side from New York. Well, city. He's also your grandpa on my dad's side. He's, That's true. But he's from the time period, <laughs> right? Well, he's from like a hundred years ago. So, <laughs> and then my other grandpa is from the sticks of Mississippi okay. and it's kind of like what you'd expect out of like a New Yorker versus like a Mississippian, you know, is it's the same thing you see today. When you go to the South, there's like a respect, but it's kind of segregated, you know, a little bit. I could be talking out of my fucking ass, but I think you're using it, looking at one instance. No, when I go down to the South, I see like a kind of like respect there, but I went to, it's like, don't you dare bang my daughter, you know? I, you know, and then in the New York, it's like, you know, bang my daughter, but they're going to call you uh, they're going to drop a slur to your face or something, you know? Mm-hmm. So just like your experience at the, uh, liquor store, well, he called York. me a, he called me a faggot. <laughs> That's, I mean, 
Yeah. Look, they, they will use their mouths, but at the same time, like <laughs> I don't, did you tell this story? I did. That's right. I did. Paul was, yeah. uh, procrastinating in line. Well, at the I liquor couldn't store remember if my gr- ex-girlfriend wanted the, Ten seconds. Yeah, wanted the orange or the Mandarin or the lemon flavored vodka. <laughs> and I hesitate for a second. And the guy behind me goes, Hey, faggot. How about you make a pick? <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, yo, I'm d- I'm dead sober right now, trying to get something. And right. I'm like, I'm about to that's fight New this York. guy. That's yeah. New York. It's in- completely inappropriate, but that that's. Exactly but I don't think I'm- they would have dropped the racial thing though. Okay, maybe maybe that's it. Uh, now I will say this: I have gone into the deep south to some places where bars were shut down because of uh, some racial stuff happening the night before. Yeah, and also well, last time I believe I was in Baton Rouge. Yeah, which was this past year. Yeah. Friends of mine sent me a, like a day or two after a cross burning incident. And I was like, wow, I had no idea. I didn't feel any racism down there, right. but I'm saying clearly it's going on oh, because yeah. they're sending me a news article that says like, no. this is going on. Yeah, but, churches are burning and all that good stuff. So, but welcome to the college <laughs> experience. We already dropped. I was quoting that guy. Yeah. All right. I wasn't stating is the F bomb. Not a, not to PC it up, it. to PC it up a little bit. All right, Patty. See, I'm gonna stick with college football here. All right, let's do it. Because what do you, you what do you really think of that? By the way, what do you make of that case? That's a lot of bullshit right there. Right? I just think you know it's 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 a conversation that has to happen about like the uh, the the impact of a word. You know, if you legitimately felt threatened. No, 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 no. I'm talking about in general, both players. Well, I being think blocked. in general, it's fucking. Yeah. I think you're right, and I think that like uh, what is it? Uh, the, what's uh, what's his name's quote where it's like so and so. Jerry Tarkanian. Jerry Tarkanian. Classic. By the way, the more that we find out about college basketball and college football, which I'll dive into in a second, the more I think Jerry Tarkanian was 100% right. And I also think Will Wade might have a case at LSU on this. Okay, Tarkanian's famous quote was that uh, the NCAA's, you know, Kentucky violated uh, some, some infractions. So that means they'll ban Cleveland State for 10 years or something like that. Something right. to that extent. Right, right, right. Which is a genius quote. But he was basically saying that they protect the powers that be. Mm-hmm. And I kind of on board with that. Like I me and my uh, oldest brother. You're were not talking. on board with them doing that. You're on board with the idea that they do. The, I do. do that. Yeah. I, and me and me and J, me and absolutely J, me and JD were talking about how LSU it's a cash cow. The L, fucking. LSU came out of nowhere. Basketball yeah. wise got will Wade. got, and I'm sure they cheated, right? Yeah. But I'm thinking the other cheaters were not cool with LSU coming out of nowhere and stealing these players. Yeah. Right. So I think they rat. Two upset the apple cart a yeah. little bit. And then all of a sudden it comes down on LSU. Yeah. That's what I think. I think, and there's speculation right now about Zion Williamson accepting payments. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? I saw something today, uh, football related. Oh, where Penn state, Michigan, that's what I was gonna, that's, that's my next, my next thing here is Marty blazer, a Pittsburgh financial advisor turned government informant after pleading guilty to securities fraud charges took the witness stand last Tuesday in or two days ago in the college basketball fraud trial and also revealed some college football testimony alleging that between 2000, the year 2000 and 2014, he paid players from the universities of Alabama, Michigan, Notre Dame, Penn state, North Carolina, and Pittsburgh. Hmm. Hmm. That's one dude. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Isn't this getting interesting here? Yeah. Well, let's how long be have we been saying the Alabama thing? Yeah, this is the first one where it fucking finally comes down on saving. Hopefully, 
Yeah, you know it's going on. I can't believe this dude has pulled like 10 straight number one recruiting classes. Which is impossible if you're not paying it. Yeah. I truly believe it is impossible if you're not paying. Certain years, you might get better players in California or better players in Texas where you cannot tell me that all of them are going to choose to go to fucking Alabama and they're going to get the number one. Right. You cannot convince me. Here's the thing about Alabama. Like, yes, per capita, it's a extremely talented state, but... It's in the middle of a, a intense competition on all sides. Yeah. Okay. And it doesn't have that many people in the state. Yeah. So like for them to be stealing players from every other fucking state yeah. across the uh, United States. A ton of players from Southern California, by the way. Yeah. Which I find pretty fucking amazing. You don't just You're telling get me you're gonna want to leave Southern California. Yeah. To, and now look, I there's some there's there's some prestige with Saban, but I don't think prestige really fucking matters at yeah. the end of the day that much. Yeah, yeah. Especially I think they're getting right cut. at the beginning, before Alabama had established them as like, you yeah. know, being Bama and they yeah. were just coming up and it's like, oh, you guys like just nailed four straight number one recruiting classes. And getting guys out of Southern California after USC had just like had a dominant had run. a dominant yeah, era. Yeah. It's like no, Were they these, cheated also, right? <laughs> exactly, right. But point is here, uh, I'm loving this because also it just shows the uh, the fraud here that's going on. You know, and and maybe this is the downside of college football for me is like yeah, because I think Alabama also would shell out more money. And you want to know why the Pac-12 is probably the worst conference? I'm thinking money. that they probably don't throw out as much. Money. I don't think they care as much. Well, you know what? Yeah. Alabama, no pro sports teams in the state. Yeah. You know, there's a reason that Auburn as the number two team in the state is more competitive than 95% of fucking uh, college football teams out there. Even ones that should by all rights, like USC be 10 times more competitive than Auburn, but Auburn remains above USC basically for the last decade because everyone in Auburn is paying. They're the but pro teams. I just teams. think at the athletic, like Auburn's cheated in the past 20 years in football and basketball and yeah. got caught in both. And I, and they've gotten caught again in basketball. Right. This is their second time yeah. in the nineties. They got caught or early two thousands. They got caught. Now. I don't think Cal is probably cheating. I don't think Oregon state. I think they're all cheating. Yeah. I they, think but that- you telling me Oregon state has that much money. You think they care? You think they're going to be able to cut a check for a hundred grand to give to some to fucking kid. Ken Simonton? You know what I mean? I don't right. think so. Yeah, not you know chance. what I mean? Like yeah. maybe there's a little bit of money right. going on, but Auburn's players, you you better believe there's they're a getting bunch big of millionaires checks. in yeah. Alabama that are like, I want to talk shit to my friends yeah. and I'm going to cut a $500,000 check this year again to get a couple players to come to Auburn. I, that's what I'm saying here. And, but I, uh, it's going to be interesting. I want to see. He, apparently, he has more to talk about. Uh, they want to go in depth on this. So okay, yeah. Well, the more this, I, I was happy to see Notre Dame on that list because I did get into it. Remember, I told you last year with some fucking idiot Notre Dame fan who's telling me they've never cheated, never cheated, never violated. Dude, it's the same thing with Notre Dame. There, it's like uh, I mean, granted, it's a nice uh, like, bro. They had Ricky academic Waters academic school. Yeah, Jerome Ricky Bettis. Waters. <laughs> was a fucking thug. They had, they had, well, he is not going to South Bend, <laughs> Indiana. <laughs> they had so many players I could sit there and name that would be like, no, no, no. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay, then uh, I was, I, I, I'm sorry, I dove into college football off the top because I was getting excited. I, I was listening to some podcasts, was doing, uh, following some, uh, some beat writers of, of certain teams. Mm hmm. I was excited to see this, but I also 
saw that A&M is playing at Georgia this year, right? Mm-hmm. Texas A&M. And it's the first time they're ever playing in conference. How many years into this are we? They started in, their first season was 2012. So this is year number nine. No, or seven, seven. seven. Yeah. My math is off. Yeah. Glad, uh, glad to see you're teaching the youth, <laughs> right? I was thinking 2019. I forgot to subtract the two there. Okay. Anyway, year number seven. That's ridiculous, dude. Yeah. How have they not played in yeah. seven years? Yeah. What is the most in any other conference that you would go without playing? Absolutely fucking ridiculous. Um, I guess the ACC has something similar. Yeah. They suck, too. but it would be only every six Fuck years them. at most. Yeah. Um, uh, but I, they, so I was listening to this podcast and they were complaining about the coastal division. It's trash. And the ACC. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, the ACC as a uh, whole outside of Clemson, complete ass. If Virginia wins this year, which by the way, this podcast, particular podcast said that they had Virginia as the favorite Woo! to win the coastal. Wahoo, right? baby. They said it's going to come down to Virginia, Virginia tech, but they like the, the continuity of Bronco Mendenhall staff. And they mm-hmm. also like the fact Perkins is back. Yeah. And they get the Hokies in Charlottesville, I believe. Yes. Also big. And they're due. It's time. They should have beaten the Hokies last year. They were ragging on the Coastal for saying this. They said, if Virginia wins the Coastal this year, and there are are projected favorites, that would make seven teams in seven years won the Coastal. I don't know if you rag on that. And they were saying it's terrible for college football. And I was arguing in my head as I was listening to this, as I was driving, fuck you. I like that. Yeah. How is that? Listen, the fucking SEC. It sounds like that fucking the guy who blocked me. Right. Tim Brando. Yeah. Right. The SEC had fucking Alabama, LSU, Florida, and Auburn all win national titles in a seven year period. And that was the greatest thing that ever fucking happened to the SEC. It's because, and they were all winning their conferences or whatever, yeah. competitive for their conference in that time frame. It's because the Coastal isn't, you know, sending a team to the playoffs that they consider it bad. No, yeah. the parody is a good thing. It's good to have dominance. It's good to have a parody. Uh, good to have parody. It's good to, either way. You know, that's what I think too. The only thing that would be really bad is if you had a team for like 10 years straight that completely dominated the conference and the division, huh. which huh. sounds like something. sounds familiar. Um, uh, Tavion Feaster, Clemson running back also announced he's transferring. He's actually a beast. Tavion Feaster. Yeah. And uh, transferring from Clemson. Yeah. Nice. It'll be interesting to see where he goes. Crowded. uh, Enough of this talk. All right. Let's get to your your bread and butter, Patty C. All right. All right. We are going to talk a little bit of national. What do you want, NBA or NHL first? (laughs) Let's get the ugly out of the way here. All right. The NHL. Okay. Tom Dodden and that piece of shit fucking. I just can't stand the fact that our caps blew it to them. They would do that. They They would do that. Just, you know, they're already. All right. I'm still looking okay over here. I'm going to throw my dick in the air for a second. Yeah. I called for a Blues, St. Louis Blues, Boston Bruins, Stanley Stanley Cup. Cup. And then I also had the Sharks beating the Knights. And, well, I did lose on the. I'm trying to think who else I had. Um, I think I lost the rest. (laughs) No, can't no. throw your dick too high on yeah. that. No, but my, my, my Stanley cups, looking three and all right. five, three and five, <laughs> <laughs> my Stanley cups looking all right. All right. I'm still doing good there. All right. Yeah. Okay. It's better than what I got. Now let's way. talk to you. Buddy. <laughs> well, let me, let me just say this. The, the, the Gordon Bombay of, of, uh, <laughs> that's, that's being generous. Yeah. He came close. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what 
I had the Capitals versus the Knights. No, Both. at first you started out with the Lightning against oh, the Knights, yeah. but they got swept. Yeah, the Lightning so got I, swept. I gave you a, a mulligan. That's right. Okay. And then you went with the Capitals. And they just fucking shit the bed. And 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 another thing is what all division leaders have been eliminated, which I find pretty amazing. That is amazing. All the division winners have been knocked out in the first round of the NHL, which proves our point once again that home ice means absolute dog shit. And the game of hockey is a fucking crapshoot. Look, in the two overtime periods tonight, great games though. Good games, great games. In the two overtime periods tonight, though, Carolina fucking whipped Washington's ass for. 30 minutes straight or however long the periods went two yeah. 10 minute periods. Yeah. And or was it two twenty? I, I, I think it was 20, right? Two twenty. Yeah, yeah. They just fucking whipped their ass for 40 minutes straight and they end up winning by one goal on a fucking what the uh, capitals could have won that game on one goal. I just don't like <laughs> how you can't consolidate your gains. It comes down to a little bit of luck of, to what Colby says, you know, you need a little bit of that because the NBA it's completely predictable at the beginning of every season. Uh, well, the, uh, shifting to the NBA, because hold on, by, by the way, Patty C went one and seven on the first. Look, all right. Eight, uh, Golden Knights look like a good bet a couple days ago. The Capitals <laughs> look like a good bet a couple days ago. <laughs> Who else lost in seven? Uh, Toronto looked like a good yeah. bet a couple days ago. Um, did we have the. No, we all had, my we had Calgary fucking teams Colorado. just choked yeah. their asses yeah. off. <laughs> Fuck the NHL. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. I want that pilot. Um, <laughs> That's right. Now let's switch over to the NBA, which, uh, like I said, okay, look, I'm still alive here. Mm-hmm. I'm still alive. Actually, if anything, the NBA is complete shit because <laughs> look at these first round matchups. A lot of ass whippings. I have the Celtics and the Warriors playing in the finals. It's looking, I call that in the beginning of the year. It's looking almost probable. Well, I think the Rockets could still give the Warriors. If the Clippers are giving them this much trouble, then the Rockets certainly could. Well, when you look at all these series, how awful are these series? Let's just go through Toronto, the, Orlando, terrible destruction. Philadelphia, Brooklyn, complete terrible. destruction. Yeah. Milwaukee, Detroit, dog shit. Terrible. Yeah. Boston, Indiana, absolute dog shit. Absolute dog shit. Yeah. Surprisingly, I yeah. thought Indiana was going to be. That was the most disappointing. So there's series. not one good matchup that happened out of the East. Yeah. Shift to the West. All right. Warriors Clippers is actually turning into something. Right. I As still of think tonight, I still think the Warriors are going to win by 30 the next game. Yeah. And they close it out. But the fact it went six, a little bit of kudos. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Decent entertainment value because of tonight. Blazers shock me. Dame Lillard hits a three from like half court. That was fucking awesome. It was amazing. I love the Blazers. I've been a closet Blazers fan my whole life. Yeah. That series went five. I called for Oklahoma City in seven. Look, I was completely wrong, but still, let's be honest. That that was entertaining. I thought that this, yeah. this, the, that matchup was entertaining. Yeah, but I mean, you got two great individual stars. But it only went five games. Yeah, that's true. Although, you know what? I think it's been the most entertaining basketball of the playoffs. Yeah, so far. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, Russell Westbrook. I hated him when I first saw him because he was tearing my Spurs up, and they were upsetting the Spurs. Grew to kind of like the guy. You know, really appreciated what we were talking about before. He's a competitive motherfucker. Like, uh, you know, really has the desire to win. But I don't know if it was just the media showing it, but I think I get I get sick of looking at his face. <laughs> Russell Westbrook <laughs> always looks like he's about to, like, 
say some fucked up shit to someone. And it looks like he always is saying like really yeah. mean shit to people. And then they show like Lillard, like being the good guy and shutting his mouth and playing like Westbrook, like kicking the ball away from him. I was like, fuck Westbrook. I hope he does like get his shit pushed in. So yeah, pretty satisfied with the result of that. Me too. And the series was so far out of all the series I've mentioned, including Clippers and warriors. I would say that Portland, Oklahoma most was entertaining, the, was the most entertaining. The best one is San Antonio, Denver. Yeah. Which is three, two right now. Could go either way. Our, predi- our prediction of the Spurs in six or seven. Well, obviously six can't happen. Right. Spurs need to fucking find a way to win this shit. Yeah. Uh, and then you have what's the one I'm forgetting? Utah and Houston, which was absolute dog shit. Yeah. Why even that was another one games? that was a complete disappointment. Yeah. Just the just four five. Both the four five. Yeah. Series were trash. Uh, just the whole entire playoffs were trash so far. Right. Second round though has a little more potential. Sometimes it's like the NCAA tournament. Okay. I'm going to push back here. The first round was all chalk, right? It was still great. Auburn, New Mexico state was a great game. There were some great games. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, there have been some great games. You had the, the, the the Dame Lillard three point winner, a couple great games. And the comeback from the Clippers from 31. That's true. I don't consider tonight's game. A a, a great game. A great game. Now it's a a decent game. Um, yeah, I mean, even still, probably the first couple rounds of the NCAA tournament were a little more entertaining just because it has been exceptionally dog shit postseason so far for the NBA. But second round basketball, what are our matchups looking like? Well, you got what? Uh, Bucks and Celtics. That, that could be a be fucking beautiful good one. Because the Celtics are going to fuck them up. And then, I don't know. I and don't then know. you got Raptors and who? And Philly. I got zero desire to watch that. I just think Philly's counterfeit. You I know? think I think the rap both are counterfeit. Yeah, I think the rap. You never know what the Raptors when they're going to choke, but no, you, no, but you know they're going to choke. Yeah, you know yeah. it's going to happen eventually. So they're both counterfeit yeah. by, by terms by the definition of counterfeit. Meaning. Right, they're both <laughs> overrated. Okay, so yeah, fuck that series. Western Conference. Depending on who, I'm assuming the Warriors will close it out against the Clippers. Sure. And play Houston. The, that's that's actually awesome. Yeah, that's the best that, series. That's in the gonna be even though I fucking hate the Houston Rockets. Yeah, I'm gonna watch that one. We were talking before yeah. the podcast. They have the trifecta of annoyingness. Think about James Harden's little uh, crackback with his uh, the, the elbow, the fake elbow. Uh, I did see that. Um, that was the worst. Who was that against? The Jazz. I mean, but who did he do it to? I forget who, but the guy didn't wasn't even close to him. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. like a week ago. <laughs> But they fucking suck. That series will be good, though. And then what's the other series? Uh, San Antonio or Denver against Portland? Portland. Meh. Yeah, it's kind of like it's the Philly-Toronto uh, shit. Who's going to lose in the yeah. conference finals? I'll be watching the uh, the NHL side of things, I think. Yeah, NHL has a decent second round looming. A little New York-Boston uh, Eastern Conference. A little classic, uh, oh, yeah. classic show down there. Oh, yeah, buddy. Um, but let's... Where's my where's my sheet? Okay, I hit that plot point. Hit that plot point. Um, uh, it's time to mock draft it up, buddy. Ooh! But before we mock draft it up, I want to tell you guys that sports gambling, uh, the college experience on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by my bookie. Sign up over at mybookie.ag. Use the promo code SGP fifty to claim your fifty percent deposit bonus today. That means you put $100 in to bet on Patty C. San Antonio Spurs. You get 50 free American dollars. 
man. You play, you win, you get paid over at my bookie.ag. All right. All right. All right. Let's get to it here. NFL draft. Petty C Thursday tomorrow. Oh yeah. It's coming out by the Around. way. If you're, in, if you're in the Hollywood area at 10 PM, come out to the Sikkim or the dojo of comedy sunset Boulevard at Sycamore Tavern. Me and Sean green doing our little comedy show. Shout out to Trevor Kevlo. Yeah. Tried. The, it's called the locker room. Got some great comics. all talking sports. Come on out. Y'all, you, you, you old bunch of battle axes. All right. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Okay. Look, here's how it's going to work. I'm going to do the first pick. You do the second. We're announcing it for the team. Mm-hmm. So like for the first pick, I'll say Arizona Cardinals select. Okay. Are we going to go over uh team needs? Well, that's, you can explain that when you draft your player. Okay. So like my first pick with the Arizona Cardinals. So we're starting this thing up. Should we get a drum roll here? Yeah, sure. Boom. Boom. Kramer's going to love that on the, the editorial side. Oh yeah, sorry. Uh, no, but it's still cool. All right. Um, the Arizona Cardinals do not trade, believe it or not. Some people say they might trade. Mm. Like they went out and hired a guy named Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah. Kingsbury known for his crazy offenses, by the way, came from the Mike Leach, uh, Yeah. Well, he was a quarterback under under Leach. I don't don't think he coached under Leach and he went five and seven last year at Texas tech. (laughs) (laughs) Let me down. I actually had them on the over. It wasn't one of my locks, but I had Texas tech on the over and I failed to do that. Um, so he gets fired from college football and yet per- hired by the Arizona Cardinals. He's failing upward. Uh, hired by USC as an offensive yeah. coordinator. Gets some money there, I'm sure. Yeah, they try and lock him down, yeah. but uh, and the Ari- does he resign? Yeah, because the Arizona Cardinals come calling. Yeah, that, that was some impropriety there. Uh, supposedly, he couldn't get hired from uh, San Francisco and he wasn't even allowed to talk to or um, hired by the Cardinals. Yeah, yeah. And uh, wasn't allowed to talk to him, so he quote, quote, resigned. Well, Clay know, Helton blocked his, uh, right. Blocked his ability yeah. to talk to anyone. So I'm, I wonder if there are any conversations going on before his quote resignation. Exactly. And then, uh, so look, he comes to Arizona, he fails upward like this, which I don't know that I've ever remembered a time where a college coach got fired and yet hired in the NFL to be the head coach. Right. That's <laughs> probably a first. An anomaly here. Yeah. They brought him in for offense. He wants his guy. I know he has Rosen. But I think he's taking Kyler Murray. I mean, he was uh, quoted before even being hired as the coach of the Cardinals saying that he would take, I think it was when they were playing against each other, that he would take him number one. And then lo and behold, he is the number one. He holds the number one pick. Exactly. So with the first pick, the Arizona Cardinals select Kyler Murray, quarterback, Oklahoma. All right. Now, how do we think that that pick's going to work out for them? I mean, I don't think Kingsbury is going to be successful in the NFL. Okay. However, I think Kyler Murray could be. It's an interesting, here's the thing about what you're saying right here. Kingsbury's got probably three years minimum to make this thing work. Yeah. Right. I feel like if Kyler Murray isn't a success by three years from now, then 
He won't be as successful in the baseball. NFL. Yeah, he'll probably go to baseball. No, I think he will be successful. I think Kingsbury's teams will and put up points. And if he's successful, then Kingsbury will be successful. Well, you still have a defense, just like he found out at Texas Tech. He threw. Yeah, his quarterbacks are throwing for 500 yards a game. <laughs> you think it's going to be a little Spurrier action going I on? I think here? it could be something going on. But the NFL is yeah. t- trending that way when you look at that. Chiefs Rams game last yeah. year and the way Mahomes has been thrown. Although if you look at the Super Bowl, you'd have to argue against that. So well, that's because Jared Goff sucks island. It made <laughs> the Super Bowl again. Bill Belichick is Bill Belichick. Yeah. A lot of people say the Saints should have been in the Super Bowl. I think you were one of them. Um Yes, I was. Kyler Murray, you think it'll be good? You know, I've learned to trust myself a little bit over the years, more often than not. Like when like when they were saying Cam Newton, for whatever reason, they were shitting on Cam. I think it was probably racism, but they were shitting on him. They like picked out his footwork. They said, I was like, dude, that dude is a prototype in every way. Yeah. And granted, he hasn't won a Super Bowl yet, but he got there, yeah. you know, and he's, uh, uh he's, he doesn't need to win a Super Bowl to convince me he's an elite quarterback. Yeah, exactly. He's got all the tools. And so just like little things like that, I, I look at players and I say, okay, my eyes are telling me this guy's going to be fucking good. Fuck what the quote yeah. quote experts are saying. Yeah. My eyes tell me that well, he didn't have many passes batted down in college. Yeah. I think Kingsbury is the perfect guy for him to like utilize yeah. like his mobility. I, I do think he'll have a pretty good career. It, it may be short, but it'll be fucking good while he's doing I'm it. I'm of the same opinion where like, I feel like I pretty good at, I knew Russell Wilson was going to be a beast. Wilson looks a lot more sturdy, which no, is, I'm not comparing the two. I'm just saying I, right. I mean, I remember you had watching. The eye. I was yeah. like, well, "How is he going this dropping? Late? Like, what? Yeah. Are you, a third round or something? Fourth, I think. Fourth. Wow, yeah." And I thought Jared Goff was going to be a bust. Now he has exceeded my expectations. Sure. I still think he's not very good. Yeah, he's. Yeah, he looks. Like I was all over Cliff the Wentz, Kingsbury. the Wentz thing on that. I was like, "Take Wentz." Wentz did win a Super Bowl despite getting injured and not playing in the Super Bowl. Yeah. He, he got injured in like week 12 or something, week 11. I don't know if you can call that winning a Super That's Bowl. That's a fucking Super Bowl. He took it. They were 11 and 10 and 1 or something. Or right. 11 and Jason 1. Jason Garrett won a fucking Super Bowl. Well, well, he wasn't starting for most of the that's year. That's true. That's true. Okay, fair enough. Jay Schrader did win a Super Bowl in 87. He started for a lot of that year before they went to Doug Williams. That's true. That's a good point. You filthy piece of nothing. <laughs> All right. That's a, that's, a, that's a decent argument we could have in another day. All right. We could hold just, on to that one there, Nancy. Yeah, there All right. Uh, but look, I mean, I, I, I feel like I've been a pretty good character. I, I thought Tim Tebow was going to be a bust that yeah. worked out. Yeah. Who did I, who did I miss on? I, I haven't missed since you said you missed on Ryan Lee. Pretty I, well, bad. Yeah. But that was when I was 14 years right. old or something. I did miss. I, my, my argument was if Leaf would have went to the Colts, which I didn't know this, this, uh, he had these drug problems and stuff. Yeah. But and Manning went to the Chargers. It yeah. would have been a completely different story. Manning clearly still would have been a lot better than Leaf, and I'm completely wrong. Right. But I was high on Leaf. I, I thought both were going to be good. To be fair, I didn't think Peyton yeah. Manning was going to be a bust. I just thought Brian Leaf. I was sold on. Yeah. There were, weren't so many indications that he was an absolute head case at the time. Yeah, I didn't know that, and I and I like this story of uh, Ryan Leaf was recruiting. He was trying to recruit. I think it was. Uh, I think it was, who was the quarterback, Jake Locker or who was uh, one, one of these Washington quarterbacks, Tuyasa Sopa or something. Yeah. So uh, He's trying to get in to go to wazoo. Yeah. And who I think this quarterback was from Montana. <laughs> Leaf <laughs> is from Montana, right? Yeah. Have I told you, you remember the story? I don't know. This, this is story. gold. Yeah. 
So Leaf goes to recruit for Washington State. Do uh, his coach a favor. Mm-hmm. Picks the kid up. The kid's wearing a wash. So he hops in his like Escalade or something. Yeah. Um, hops in his car, sees the kid is wearing a Washington Huskies hat, grabs it off his head, throws it out the window while they're driving. Right. Yeah. The, that kid goes to the university of Washington. <laughs> right. So he's like clearly offended by that. Right. But I kind of loved Ryan Lee for that. And I was like, gosh, he's going to be a fucking, you know, he's still the man. You know what I mean? Like, oh, this is while he was, uh, I think it was like his rookie year or something like that. Okay. Or his second year. And I thought like, oh, yeah, that's a power move. I love that play. Yeah. But he was a huge bust and I was completely wrong on that. <laughs> But it's been a long time since that. I'm trying happened. to think of one that I've been completely wrong with besides that. I mean, that's 1998, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, a long time. I'll have to do some more thinking on I'm this. I'm sure. I, I mean, I, I thought RG3 was going to be good. And he was. For, I knew exactly what RG3 was going to be. I knew it exactly. I, I thought he got taken. I thought he got taken a little high. Yeah. But I thought yeah. he was going to be. It wasn't even that he got. It was that he got taken high. He should have been a late first round. Yeah, pick. that's what I thought. I, yeah. When I saw RG3, my thought was. Jake Plummer. He's like, here's a guy who can run. That's my boy. Jake, yeah, Jake Plummer. Plummer's man. But he was like a second or third round pick. And I was on Jake Plummer, by the way. Right. I thought RG three had that like potential. He could get out of the pocket. He could throw on the run. He could make some plays if he could slide, but I thought portals was going to be a bust. I think RG three getting drafted at number three really fucked him over. Not only because of the fan expectations, but his own expectations that like having yeah. to try and do too much for yeah. the fans, especially because the Redskins gave up like, the entire organization Look, to get him. I was on Bortles being a bust. I was on Locker being a bust. I was on. Who else? <laughs> Tebow being a bust. I, I feel those are pretty. Who, what other ones have been bust? I kind of knew Locker. I thought Locker might have had the potential. I thought he had the athletic. Well, he he also still would be playing in the NFL. He just up and retired. Yeah, that's true. I, he was athletic enough, but I just thought his game wasn't polished. Yeah, enough. he was too reliant yeah. on his athleticism for sure. Um, who, who the fuck? Else? I don't know. We can go. We could talk more. Your second pick on the clock, Patty C, is. Listen, I'm here all this San Francisco shit. 49ers. I hear all this shit. Every single mock. Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa. Mm-hmm. And guess what? They're not going to go Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa was very good. Coming off an injury, we assume he's fine. You know? You're going to go Quinn and Williams. You're right. I am going to go Quinn and Williams. I, you know, I hadn't seen enough of Quinn and Williams. Every time I see Alabama, I just see everyone dominating and kicking everyone's ass. I really thought I got my first real look at Quinn and Williams in the national championship game against Clemson when I expected Clemson to be able to, you know, stand toe to toe with Alabama. Well, they, they beat him by like 30 points. <laughs> well, they did. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so clearly they were able to, Yeah, but Quinn and Williams over and over and over like that was that game should not have been that big of a blowout. Clemson made a lot of big ass plays in that game and Alabama was driving the ball up and down the field and then making mistakes in that game. Granted Clemson was clearly, clearly the better team, but uh, probably not 28 points better. Yeah. But Quinn and Williams was fucking whipping the Clemson offensive lines ass from start to finish of that game. It was very impressive. I noticed him and I don't usually even watch the offense and defensive line that much, but he was that disruptive that he, to me might be the best player in the draft. And I think he's a nice little fit in San Francisco. Okay. Okay. Uh, so that puts me as the New York jets, my New York jets 
They always draft defense. Why couldn't they just fucking, I don't know. Um, Here's the deal for me. I think with Bosa there, oh man, do they go Bosa? Do they go? I think it's either Bosa, Allen, or Ed Oliver. I think Mm. it's one of those three. Yeah. I'm going to say, I'm going to say they go, I'm going to say they go Allen. From uh, Kentucky? Yeah. I'm going to say they go Josh Allen. So with the third pick, the New York Jets select Josh Allen out of Kentucky. So what's Josh Allen's deal? You know, I'm not going to sit here and say I was an expert on Kentucky football this year. What, what are you What are you getting uh, out of Josh Allen? I thought he was an animal. Pass rusher? Yeah. Jets haven't had a pass rusher since fucking Sean Ellis or John Abraham, Even which those, was a long uh, time ago. Spending like 500 first-round picks on, on defense. Uh, on defense. <laughs> Past 20 years. The Jets have drafted like two offensive players in the first round, and it was Sanchez and Sam Darnold. You fucking, <laughs> you fucking motherfucker! Stick to the defense, right? shit. <laughs> we did have some good years there, but I mean, hey. The problem with drafting that much defense is you can't pay all those guys first round money. You kind of, by the nature of NFL, have to like diversify your draft picks a little bit, or just trade them away like the Redskins did. How about that stat you brought up? That was amazing. Yeah, from 1969 to 1990. Yeah, the Redskins had used a total of three first-round draft picks. picks. That's what, a 21-year period? Yeah, and two of them were Hall of Famers. That's fucking incredible. That's a GM that knows what the fuck he's doing. Clearly, clearly thinking about his. Thinking about his, that's right. And they went to four Super Bowls winning three. They went to five in that time. Yeah. Yeah. That's filthy, dude. Yeah. That's really filthy. Yeah. Pretty fucking good. Daryl Green and Art Monk were two of those selections. I don't know who the third one was. If I had to guess off the top of my head, I might say Jay. Sh- no, Schrader was Thyssen the third maybe? No, I don't know. Maybe. maybe oh, he went to Toronto. He played in the CFL, the Argonauts, yeah. for a long time. Nice. Um, I'm not sure. I am not sure. We'd have to do some research on that. Anyway. Yeah. Clearly, they were thinking about theirs. They were thinking about theirs. So that come that now the most interesting. Man of the universe is not Patty C, but the most interesting NFL team currently going is for this draft is probably the Oakland Raiders. A lot of speculation. Sean Green swears Gruden will draft offense. I had them taking Quentin Williams in my mock draft, but since he's not there anymore, do you have them taking Boza? Do you have them blowing their load on a quarterback early? Mm. They have two other first round draft picks, but they're towards the back. Ah, look, I guess Boza is a damn good player, you know, and they need, that's one of the needs they have is to get some edge, edge uh, just their defensive line in general. I mean, that's why Ed Oliver kind of pops up to me. You know, he's got the attitude to be a Raider, but I I could see him on the, uh, that's a good pick. That's a good pick. I I kind of, I kind of like Ed Oliver, but the part of me that, uh, the things that they just need. I don't know that Bose is uh, okay. Ed Oliver's head caseiness at Houston. Who knows how well founded that is. Bose also quit on his team. You could say that's true. You, you could say, and that's exactly what I was yeah. going to get at. And he got injured. So who's the safer pick at this point. That's tough to say. Uh, look, I like the fit. I like the attitude. Give me Ed Oliver. Nice. Ed Oliver. To the Oakland Raiders. Meaning uh, sliding all the way down to five. Yeah. 
is a, a, a nice little a Joe Boza. Or uh, Nick Boza, rather. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I got to enter this shit in. Um, here is the next pick, which is the ooh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What just happened over here, man? My screen is going wild. Yeah, my computer's... Or my internet's cutting up on us. All right, let's drink some fucking beers for the people here, Colby. For the people. What do the we good got? people of California. Pacifico's yet good again. Good morning. Mm. Mm. I'm going to go crack some more. You tell us about that pick. All right. With the fifth pick then, because this is the Tampa Bay Bucks spot. I had them taking... I had them taking Devin White, but Bose is on the board now. I think they're still going to take Devin White. I think the, I think the next pick goes Boza if if that's there. You know? Yeah. I mean, look, some of the projections are having uh, the Giants go with fucking Josh Allen on edge, and Boza is clearly the higher uh, rated prospect, yeah. according to the experts at this point. So without any further ado, we rush to the uh, podium. And the Giants select Nick Boza, Ohio State. Wow, that would be it. I mean, a lot of people, I think, would say that's a huge steal. Kramer would probably be really fucking happy with that. Yes, you would have to imagine. I've had people say he's the best player in the draft, but I've also heard that for Quinnen Williams as well. So, hell, I don't know. Which moves us along to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars. And I think... Yeah, Y.A. Tittle. Y.A. Tittle. (laughs) I think the Jaguars will then select a little offensive tackle. Jawan Taylor out of Florida. Now, it's either going to be Taylor. Look, there's a few tackles that are going to go early, I think. Jonah Williams, Alabama. Taylor from Florida. And there's what? Reisner from Kansas State. Dillard from uh, Wazoo. Yeah, and Dillard from Wazoo. Those are the four that will probably go in the first round. I'm going to say they take Jawan Taylor out of Florida. Keep him home mm. in Gainesville. All righty. I mean, who's uh, who's running the quarterback spot over in Jacksonville right Nick now? Nick Foles. Foles. They got big dick Nick. They got rid of your boy, Blake Bortles. I think Bortles, quite frankly, got shit on a little bit. I think he's a better quarterback than people are letting on. Who signed Bortles? The Rams did, right? Jesus. Is he going to be better than... Than Nick Foles? No, 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 no. Than, no than, uh, um, Jared Goff? Than Jared Goff? Yeah, there's a real possibility. That's hilarious. Jared Goff showed a little bit of polish, you know? He has a, surprised me some. Yeah. But in the Super Bowl, confirmed, like, I was heavy on the Patriots because yeah. I was like, no way. Belichick's going to know. They mask that coach. Uh, what's his name? For the Rams. The young guy. Uh, McVay. McVay is great at masking his weaknesses. Yeah. You can't mask the weaknesses yeah, against Belichick. Bill Belichick. <laughs> right. Yeah. The Emperor Emperor Palpatine. So, Patty C with the eighth pick in the draft. Now, this one, uh, I I uh, you know, I already turned in my mock draft like a week ago. And I tried to think of what the team would do, not what I would do. Sure. And that's why I thought I'm curious to see what you think the Lions will do, because the Lions traditionally have been a team that I have always wondered what the fuck they're thinking. <laughs> Yeah. 
Joey Harrington, another one I did not see being that good. In the How about NFL. 10 wide receivers in a row. That's what I'm saying. And I think they're actually going to go sort of in that capacity. Hint, hint right here with this pick, but I want to see what you say. You're thinking Metcalf. No, I think they're going to go with a tight end. Oh, named TJ Hawkinson. Hawkinson. Okay. Um, let me think about the lions. What, what's their deal? They, they got a defensive minded coach, but he also comes from the, comes from the Patriots where they had Rob Gronkowski. So I see a lot of reasoning why he's like, Hey, we need to get a self, a stud tight end. Yeah. Stafford's got, he doesn't even have a go-to guy. Really? They traded golden Tate to the Eagles. He's now on the Giants. Hey, a check down uh, tight end is uh is a, is a first step for any quarterback. I feel like, right? I like it. I'm just going to steal stick your with pick. It. There we go. You can do that because I'm a genius. TJ Hawkinson. You got, what do you think of that name? By the way? It's uh, it sounds very uh, Iowa. It's uh, Midwestern and some kind of Polak. You'd have to uh, assume. You gotta love. I I just love how the Lions like. I think drafting a tight end that early is retarded. But I I t- totally see the Lions doing that. Do you think drafting a tight end in the top ten? I would at never, any point. Yeah. Give me one tight end in the top ten that would be worth that selection. Well, I'm saying like. That's happened historically. Well, they, Gronkowski they, was a second round pick. Okay, but like uh, the Jets took Johnny Mitchell pretty high. That was a bust. No, that would have been worth it though. Uh, who are some great tight ends? Oh, uh, Shannon Sharp. He was like a seventh round draft pick. Okay, no, sixth round draft the, pick. Uh, ben Coates was like a fifth round who's draft the guy pick or something. On uh, the Chiefs for all those years. Travis Kelsey? No. Tony Gonzalez. Gonzalez. Well, was he top the, 10 though? I don't know if he was, but he would have been worth it. So in that sense, yeah. drafting him in the top 10 would have been a good pick. Yeah. But, the, but, but you got to understand that this is the Detroit lions, right? They don't have that kind of general management, <laughs> that kind of foresight. Uh, Who's the last great pick by the lions in the first round. Should I pull up list of uh, lions? First round. Picks? Yeah. Let's go through uh, Matt Stafford. But yeah. I, I don't know that that's a great pick. Barry Sanders. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Didn't they take Chris Claiborne from USC one year? Didn't they? Joey Harrington. Calvin Johnson was a great pick, actually. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's probably some I'm forgetting about, too. Well, if my fucking computer would. Yeah, you're a piece of shit. You realize it's 2000 fucking 19. You can't get a computer <laughs> that works correctly. It's not it's my fucking, computer. It's my fucking internet. This it's computer these from assholes Ross, from. Right? You know what it is? It's these assholes from uh, Time Warner, right? I got 200 megabytes of fucking streaming internet, but because of whatever hub is closest to my house, they pinch it down to like 30 megabytes, which should still be plenty, but it's like, that's how they do it. That's how they fuck you. (laughs) You have 200 megabytes. You can't watch streaming toward your house, but aren't actually getting into your house. (sighs) Okay, dude. No one gives a shit about your house's internet connection. All right. (laughs) All right. With the number nine pick, fuck the. You don't have to look up the Lions draft history anymore. No one gives I a shit. I picked fucking Hawkinson. No, I'm so, okay. So I am selecting them with the Bills pick at number nine. I think the Bills then go with offensive tackle from Alabama, Jonah Williams. Yeah, it's makes good sense. Pick. They're investing. You know, they got their quarterback. They got Zay Jones, one of the better wide receivers that no one's ever heard of. CBS has Jonah Williams as the number three overall prospect. He, there's a good chance that Joe, that Jonah Williams and Jawan Taylor could be flopped by the way. Yeah. Offensive linemen are hard to pick too. Really like team's preference. I feel like. Yeah. 
usually if you get one that slips, that's like, that's when you know you've hit gold. Like when David DeCastro slipped to the Steelers and they fucking like raced to the podium, I was like, that's a good pick. Cause you knew it. He was yeah. projected 10 or 12 spots higher than that. And he slid. But when you're using a, there's just so many number one or top 10 offensive linemen that just bust. Yeah. I guess that's yeah. true of any position, but didn't mean you look up. It's ta- really hard to gauge to with an offensive lineman. Oh yeah. Quarterbacks. We, me and Patty C uh, this is long before the podcast existed, but we looked up first round quarterbacks for like a 20 year window. And we basically came up with the opinion that it's a 50, 50. Wasn't it below 50% slightly? Wasn't it like 49% or something? Yeah. Or? Oh, in terms of like starting, uh, that, that aren't, that aren't bust. So it made more sense to draft a quarterback late. Right. Well, I did when when fucking RG three got drafted, I was having an argument because Mickey was saying, uh, you know, if you want to compete, you got to go get a, a high end quarterback. And like Manning was like killing it at the time or whatever. So he's saying Manning. Yeah, he's like even though Brady was a six round, right? Brady pick, was a yeah. six round pick. And basically, I looked it up, and exactly half the league had been uh, were quarterbacks that had been selected in the first round, and half the league were quarterbacks that had not been selected in the first round, and. Uh, I believe more than half of the teams in the playoffs had quarterbacks that weren't selected in the first round. So if you want to compete in the NFL, it is not at all a necessity. I mean, you look at the past 20 years, just off the top of my head right now, you know what you got? Russell Wilson's won a Super Bowl. Tom Brady's won a shit ton of Super Bowls. Yeah. Uh, Kurt Warner won a Super Bowl, played in another. Those are all players that weren't drafted or drafted late. Now, am I forgetting some probably? And here's the thing. Yeah. Peyton Manning, okay, generational yeah, talent. First pick. He's going to win wherever yeah. he goes. But a guy like Ben Roethlisberger came into the Pittsburgh Steelers and they were run and defensive heavy for like his first five years in the league. And they developed a quarterback properly by taking yeah. all the pressure off him, learn, letting him learn the system and get better and better and better and put more and more responsibility on him. Never overwhelm his ass. And lo and behold, he became a successful yeah. quarterback. That's what you fucking do if you're going to draft a quarterback high. Drew Brees also late round draft pick. Yeah, you know, not first round draft pick. Right. Most quarterbacks don't need to be the most hot shot high draft picks aren't gonna pan out. Yeah. And we proved that. We went through it one night. Anyway, you were on the clock with the Denver Broncos. And this one should be an easy one if you've done any research. This one should be an easy one because it seems like John Elway has probably already had multiple sex times sex, multiple times sex. I can't talk. Multiple Sexual encounters with Drew Locke. <laughs> yeah, that. Uh, Why was that so challenging for me? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe the thought of Drew Locke and John Elway having sex was just getting you a little too riled <laughs> Something up. Something about John Elway's horse teeth. That <laughs> horse <voices>. uh, <laughs> just horrifying. Don't you find that ironic though? I like the. the I, I have a, a, a conspiracy that the Broncos were drafting slash trading for players that looked like horses. <laughs> They went for John Elway and Shannon Sharp. Yeah. Both had horse tendencies in their, in their face. You know what? And they won Super Bowls drafting horse like people. There's something to that. Uh, The teams that like choose players that kind of represent their mascot. You know, if you draft your own mascot, they're just gonna divine intervention, right? Part of the team culture. Right. Exactly. Uh, Divine intervention is a good way to (laughs) Summarize. So, uh, are you going to go with Drew Locke to the Broncos yeah. or not? Yeah. I think okay. Because I feel like that, that one is the obvious pick. I th- yeah. Okay. Let me write this in. What What do you think of Drew Locke? As a former quarterback like yourself. Oh point, yeah. <laughs> what do you think of Drew Locke? I am Locke? very qualified to answer this. Um, 
I was impressed with Drew Lott. I was really impressed. I will go back a hundred times to the Georgia Missouri game, you know, and it was even though Georgia stayed a touchdown ahead, Georgia at that time, and even until the end of the season, you know, proved that they were a nationally competitive team. Uh, Georgia could have easily been the Super Bowl or the uh, national champions this year. I'm just going to say that. Well, they, they didn't make the playoffs and they didn't deserve to make the playoffs. They shit the bed horribly. They pulled a Penn State. Bama, again. And that seems to be a yearly fucking habit for them. But just like Penn State, Ohio State. Yes, exactly. Penn State, fuck you. Um, he was awesome in that game and he single handedly kind of willed them down the field over and over and over. And I was like, dude, I, I had not a lot of knowledge of drew lock before outside of yeah. like, okay, he, here's a guy that's on the radar as an NFL. Was guy. there ice in the arena? Uh, there shouldn't have been ice in the arena. Cause someone had their hand in the pie. Um, <laughs> drew lock is a damn good quarterback. And he, and I think he translates well to the pros. He's not super reliant on one skill set or another. He's smart and he has a strong arm, but he's not a gimmick. And I think he'll, he'll translate well. All right. I'm going to stay in the quarterback vein. And I think the Cincinnati Bengals, your Cincinnati Bengals, Ooh, PC, they're going to stay at home ending. as much as I hear the Redskins want to get jump up and get Dwayne Haskins. I think that if the Redskins do trade up, it will not be in front of the Bengals and the Bengals will stay at home and get an Ohio state product to get, look, they, they just fired Marvin Lewis. They do need a little juice. There, Andy Dalton is a free agent at the end of the year. One year of Andy Dalton prep, let him walk. Andy Dalton ends up on the Redskins or like the fucking, I don't yeah. know. One of these, some other the, team with an the, orange helmet. The Give the them the Browns. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I got Dwayne Haskins to the Cincinnati Bengals. Patty C. What do you think of Dwayne Haskins? I think Dwayne Haskins is really good. Again, it's, it's tough for me to say, cause I hate Ohio state, you know, to, to give the guy a fair crack with one year of, uh, you know, cause who was starting last year for them? Uh, well, Haskins, the year before was JT Barrett. Oh, it was Barrett. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So we basically have one year of track record of him. Uh, but he was unbelievable all year. Uh, looked apart, high completion percentage. That's really like the indicator that you need nice to see touch on passes. Nice touch. Yeah. Good mobility. Again, not super dependent on mobility, but mobile enough to like get around between Kyler Murray right now. Good size between Kyler Murray, Drew Locke and Haskins. What's your order? Well, are we talking upside or who do you think will be the best in the fucking pros? Well, fucking Murray is such a wild card that it's tough to tough to say. I think, okay. Well then lock lock Haskins, and Haskins and Daniel Jones and Daniel Jones. <sighs> They're a very comparable group of quarterbacks. Um, this guy's trying from to find a skill a way set, out. trying to find a way out. Ah, that's tough. Look, I'm not, I'm going to sit here and stand by myself to say, I don't know. I don't fucking know. Right. I, if you, if you put a gun in my head or, you know, told me I'm an idiot, if I don't well, make a choice, idiot. I am yeah. an idiot. Yeah. So <sighs> I got to say lock. He's just had a, a longer track record of proof than Daniel Jones. Though? Daniel Jones. Didn't he get hurt? He did. They did get hurt. He's a little skinny. Looks potentially injury prone. Lock is built solidly. Haskins, there's just not enough track record and any quarterback coming out of an urban Meyer system is questionable points. Give give the man some points there. All right. Uh, You're up on the clock with the green Bay Packers at number 12. This one, they could go a number of places. I do think one of them is pretty. uh, I mean, actually I'm curious to know what you take on this. Okay. We still got green Bay fucking Packers. Just gave Aaron Rodgers a bunch of money. Randall Cobb signed with the Dallas Cowboys. 
He's gone. Jordy Nelson's retired. He's been gone for a year and a half. Uh, Jimmy Graham didn't really work out. What What are you thinking here? O line needs help. Defense might need a little help. They could use some playmakers, maybe a go-to guy for Aaron Rodgers, but they could also use a pass protector. They just gave him a big ass contract. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, especially with um, homeboy out of the equation now, they got a new new coach there. I think he's gonna want to please Rodgers. I think they're gonna go O line, like, like sexually. Uh, yeah, well, I would want to please. I mean. <laughs> Let's talk about Danica Patrick. What? Where did? Oh, is, are they dating? Yeah. Oh, they're they're big dating. Whatever happened to Olivia Munn? Old news. Old news. Get out of that race car. That's right. Get out, Get out, out of that, that race car, car Aaron Rodgers. You ever uh, quote Days of Thunder? That's right. Um, what are you doing here, Patty C? Uh, Do you know what the fuck you're doing? You're like you're like a deer in the headlights over there. <laughs> It's looking at tight ends. You're looking at wide receivers. You're looking at offensive. Linemen. I like, I like Noah Fant. I like the Iowa fit in, uh, you're going to go. That's a little early. I think, I think <sighs> they can get him. They have a second first round pick later in the draft. That is true. Uh, but go I'm with s- what you think. If they like Fant to fucking put Fant in there. I like Fant. I, I want, I, and there's plenty of offensive linemen that'll drop down the board and we'll go a little later. All right. Noah Fant is a selection for the, Green Bay Packers at number 12. And you know, it seems like Fant and Hawkinson are somewhat interchangeable from a, uh, from a rank rating standpoint, according to what I'm seeing. I mean, I've seen Hawkinson slightly higher, but Fant, you know, a little higher on some boards, I'd say 80% of boards have Hawkinson higher, but he's already gone. So here we are at number 12, taking Noah Fant. All right. Which then moves me along to number 13, the Miami dolphins. Now this is an interesting pick because as much as they need a lot of help at a lot of positions, I have them taken on my mock draft Rashawn Gary, but that's because I had Andre Dillard not being available there. And then I keep reading that they might actually try to draft a quarterback like Daniel Jones or something. But I think they got Ryan Fitzpatrick on his 30th fucking team, right? I think that Andre Dillard Offensive tackle, Washington State makes sense. Andre Dillard to the Miami. That's Dolphins. where I was looking for that uh, that pick, but Fant kind of just jumped right right in oh, front. I had Dillard going to the Packers. You want me to adjust that? It's mm. not too late. No, give me Fant. Okay, give me fucking Fant. Offensive tackle. Now, look at Mike Leach putting guys in the pros, buddy. Oh yeah. Good old leech. You know, it's only a matter of time before they're natty contenders. You know it, buddy. Uh, which then you're on the clock with the Atlanta Falcons. Now I can guarantee you this. They're not going to draft on offense unless it's O line, but I still think they're going to draft defense in the first round. Oh yeah. And I am seeing Brian Burns from Florida state edge rusher. But I think from a value standpoint, you got to go Devin White, LSU. No, I no, think. No, no, no. Devin White got selected with the fifth pick by the Buccaneers. Oh, my gosh. You, you terrible. Now, I need to keep up with your fucking board over okay. there. Cause maybe I'm. Cause Devin Bush is the other one. Devin Bush is what you're thinking. They're kind now. of interchangeable. No, I thought Devin White was still on the board. Okay, so if, if I don't think. 
You know what? We're going to go Montez Sweat off the edge for the Atlanta Falcons. He's got great height. Six six. He did have a, like a regular heartbeat thing that was uh, potentially dropping him or enlarged heart or something. Okay. Because he was projected like a top five, and now people are saying he might go to the second round because of the enlarged heart. Oh wow! But I can see a couple teams. To, I can see the Patriots making a run at him. I can see maybe the Falcons. I think let's put him in there. Let's put him in there. I like it. I like it. SEC country. Check your Gmail, by the way. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I could see the. I could. I this guy's gonna be a beast if he can play. Yeah, he he kind of. Oh, there we go. He was at Michigan State though. We got kicked out for weed. Yeah, I'm gonna say this. He reminds me a little bit of uh, homie on uh, the Bears who was on the uh, Alex Raiders. Brown. No, who was oh, on Khalil the, Mack? Khalil Mack. Okay, he's just got that kind of. Speed that that frame, that really thin waist, broad shoulders, and you know, for a guy of that size to be that athletic, I think uh, this stands guy out. Could be, a, could be a beast. I, I would, I bet you that the Patriots, if the, if the Patriots are hoping that he drops down because of this medical thing. Okay, and after this pick, I'm gonna I'm gonna read it a fucking ad, buddy. All right, All right. but the Redskins are gonna do the most Redskinny thing. What do we got? Which they're not going to draft the positions they extremely need. Now, you could argue they need some wide receiver help. Mm-hmm. But I think this guy, you could get probably eight picks later. I think they're going to go DK, Met- Ooh, DK Metcalf out of Ole Miss. Old habits die hard. He gave up the reins for a little bit, Danny Snyder did. Two, when they had uh, Scott McLuhan, they actually started to draft kind of well. Uh, then he got drunk too much, had to leave the organization. <laughs> Uh, Bruce Allen took over. They started shitting the bed with the draft picks. Snyder gets fed up with it and goes and tries to be the Super Bowl champion of the draft yet again <laughs> and takes the most uh, I, I think his sexy could, prospect. He could be a huge bust. Well, yeah, production-wise, yeah. you said he had... 31 catches, yeah. That's not that good. Yeah, but... Physical specimen, he's a fucking animal. Yeah. What do you run? Like a four, yeah. two, four, three? Yeah. I mean, just an ab- absolute beast. Rep 225, like 30 some odd times at wide receiver. That's, that is not a wide receiver. <laughs> that is a Terminator playing football. My neural net processor is a learning computer. <laughs> or what the fuck does Schwarzenegger say? Something All to right. that effect. Before I, we carry on with this, it's going to be your pick, Patty. See, I'm going to let you know that you are on the clock with the Carolina Panthers and a lot of offensive linemen have already gone, which I think would really concern. I think they want to go offensive or defensive line, but no. prior to that, or not prior to that, but think about that. Patty C. I want to tell you all you Wahoo fans out there. And I'm not, I'm not saying Virginia sports scaling podcast is brought to you by or the college experience on the sports scaling podcast is brought to you by Amazon. Look, you're already shopping at Amazon. Why not shop there and support the podcast? Patty C, what's an item you like from that you want to get on, on Amazon or in the world? Uh, I, I want to get my girl some nice lace panties. Okay, you go to Amazon.com. I can You'll get some there. shit probably made in China. Boom. Boom, have Even it here. better. You know? <laughs> Falls apart two days later. Right. Uh, but check us out, Patty C. You, if, you, you, if you're already going to order it from Amazon... 
you should do us a favor and support the sports gambling podcast. Go to sports backslash Amazon bookmark that link and use it every time you shop. That means you can like essentially by you bookmarking that and go through and shop. You are rewarding the podcast because it's helping us out. Amazon sponsoring us do the right thing. Guys help the fucking podcast. You're already ordering Amazon. Get some panties from China, like Patty C or whatever you guys want. Oh yeah. That's how it's done. Get yourself a new blender, (laughs) you know, some dog food for the old dog. Look at major mighty's asleep here. All right, Patty C are you ready to make a pick with your Carolina stanking Panthers? I am going to surprise you here. Okay. It's going to be considered a bit of a reach. Uh Oh, okay. But like you said, we're looking for offensive line. We want to help cam out. McCaffrey's getting bigger and stronger. He's becoming an every down back. Got to help the offense out reaching for Dalton Risner. Kansas State offensive tackle. All right. I like it. I like it. Um, you know, he's a Bill Snyder guy. He's the Bernie Lomax guy, Patty C. Yeah, I think he's the next uh next tackle on the board. We're looking at um Garrett Bradbury, but he's projected as a uh center. So can't be can't I think centers of all positions shouldn't be taken in the first round. I could see that. I could see that. Unless it's an absolute animal like Nick Mangold, Mangold was for the Jets. Was, yeah, that's like the one exception. Uh okay, so then it gets to me on the Giants with the seventeenth pick, and I will say the Cutcliffe Eli Manning thing is there. Look, Daniel Jones is going to go to the Giants. They're going to invest in a quarterback. I'm not buying this that they're going to invest in Eli Manning for another four or five years. Yeah. Daniel Jones to the New York Giants. I feel like that's an easy one. Yeah, that that little relationship. Uh, strangely enough, a little uh, little hubbub about Eli Manning having some interest in the XFL. You got to enjoy that. Uh, what's the connection there? Uh, is there one? I don't know. I was wondering. I'm not sure. But I didn't see that. I think it's just projecting the end of his fucking career. Oh, soon. I got you. Oh, okay. Daniel Jones, though, believe it or not, Duke, uh, the Giants did draft the Duke quarterback in the past 25, 30 years, and it was Dave Brown from Duke. Man. Remember him? I do remember him. He was always a B-rate quarterback yeah. at best. <laughs> do they stick to the... Is this deja vu? It is kind of like the the most vanilla name you can think of on kind of the most vanilla looking dude you can think of. And the giants are like supposedly like a real, like business oriented kind of, you know, franchise by the book yeah. franchise. Remember that story of Deion Sanders? Like they give him the whole book to read and like fill out the uh, questionnaire after like handing him an encyclopedia. And he's like, what pick do you guys have? They're like number 10. He's like, uh, fuck you. I'll be gone way before then. <laughs> Amazing. Um, That's a great story. Um, okay, so now you're up with the Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings. I mean, can we go quarterback? Because fuck. Uh, <laughs> well, I think, what, are you going to go Finley? Is he going to be a first well, rounder? I'm not, I'm not yeah. serious. We're not actually yeah. going to. Kirk just... Cousins, yeah, they, that, <laughs> if anything, my, my, my analysis was they are going to invest in protecting Kirk Cousins. Yeah, you would think that would be the case. What other offensive linemen do we have on the board here? Well, you got. Dillard's gone. You got, you got Cody Ford, Oklahoma. That's who I have as my fucking pick. All right. Risner's gone. 
Bradbury, I guess could be guard or center, but if you are going to use first round pick and pay first round money, you want to get a tackle protecting your quarterback. We are going to go Cody Ford from Oklahoma. Boomer sooner. There we go. Is Kirk cousins going to lead the Vikings to the playoffs this year? Pretty soon. <sighs> the bears have gotten better. The Packers can only get better, especially with Rogers coming back. Um, how long was he out for last year? I don't know. Most of the year, right? I feel like a good amount. Right? Yeah. Uh, and then who else is in that? Uh, the Lions are going to suck. Yeah. No, I they got won't. the bears and Packers winning that day. Yeah. Yeah. The right? Vikings kind of trash. They're decent. Uh, which takes me to the Tennessee Titans at number 19. I got them taking defensive end from Florida state. Brian Burns. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Tennessee Titans. Yeah. They do need some help on defense. Uh, Mariota and um, who's that big ass running back. They got down there. Derek Henry, Henry, the offensive skill positions are set. They looked, the offense was clicking last year. They had a, a surprisingly good year last year, but you can always build that defense and edge rusher is always welcome. Now, now you were on the, on the clock now with the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I think there's one player that's probably jumping out to you that would fit the Steelers really well. If he did slide this far, then we would certainly jump up and grab him. Now, God bless, uh, our bald Ryan eyebrowless, uh, Ohio state friend, Ryan Shazier. But we're going to have to go Michigan instead. And nothing pleases me more than replacing an Ohio State guy with a Michigan guy. We're going to go Devin Bush, linebacker, Michigan. Dude, these uh, were, were so accurate with my... with my Predictions pre-draft? Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Which then takes me to the Seattle Seahawks. Seattle Seahawks just traded away their... Wait, okay. Are uh, they still smarting from uh having no uh Richard Sherman? Do they need another do they need to bring back they need O line help, defensive back help, D line. They just traded Frank uh what the fuck is his last name to to the Chiefs? Their best defensive lineman. I forget his name. Jason drawing a fucking blank. Frank something. You fucking filthy human. Um I originally had them taking Chris Lindstrom, a guard from Boston College. I think now that they've traded and gotten two first round picks, I think they might try to grab an offensive lineman with the second one. I think, I think they're going to go for Clellan Farrell out of Clemson. He was quite the edge rusher there. You like that pick? I do like it. I think he, well, what was he? Do? I don't know. Cause he drew uh who's he drawing comparisons to? I feel like he was drawing some comparisons to uh, the D tackle from fucking uh, from Auburn a couple years back. The big fucking penetrating D tackle. I think I was a bust. I think at the end. In the he NFL. was an NFL. But who the fuck are you thinking of again? I, I know, know who you're, you're talking, talking about. about. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck his name was. But I know who you're talking about. What the fuck? The is big his fat name? guy with the gut yeah, hanging he, out. I think he could he's penetrate. On the he was on the Dolphins for a little bit, I think. Nick. No, I don't know. Fairly. Yeah, Nick Fairly. That's yeah. it. That's what I was trying to think of. Okay. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, that kind of uh, pass rusher fits in in any system. That's kind of what makes the NFL go nowadays. You got to... 
any, any quarterback worth his salt is going to tear you up. It's kind of what put an end to Blitzburg's zone blitz. There is Tom Brady just kind of sitting back and dicing them up. And uh, you know, you have to be able to rush for and get to the quarterback. So a penetrating defense alignment, like Cleland Farrell invaluable Seahawks need to get back to where they were with that defense. I like the pick. There you go. Now you're on the clock with the Baltimore Ravens. Ooh, Baltimore Ravens. Now they're the type of team that I thought would have gone after Metcalf. I could have seen that too, but I, the, you couldn't see the Redskins doing that too. Oh, I can easily yeah. see the Redskins. I, it's almost more likely that the Redskins would do that, but they like to go after big skilled guys, you know? Um, I think they could go just best player on the board. They don't have a glaring weakness, but I would think defense, they let Terrell Suggs go to the Cardinals. Yeah. Maybe they go O line. Maybe they go defensive backfield. I mean, Jimmy Smith's getting a little long on the tooth. That's true. Maybe they go wide receiver. They let a couple of two free agent wide receivers go. They go Marquise Brown, Oklahoma. That's what I'm seeing in some mock drafts is Marquise Brown. Look, I think uh, I'm a little low on Marquise. 166 is he's a, just. He's a scat. He's, he's a, a scat. When was the last time outside of, say, fucking. I heard what 169 was. Uh, it was a little shit for the Eagles and then played for the Deshaun Redskins. Jackson. Deshaun Jackson came out at 169. 166. That's like a high school. That's what I weighed in high school. Yeah. I was like 170 by the end of my senior year in high school. And I was, if I was in the NFL. That's before you ate the burritos. That's before the burritos. Yeah. Now (laughs) you don't even want to know how heavy I am now. But um, yeah, that's like a child's body against NFL guys. I hate to say any wide receiver can't take the beating. And Marquise Brown killed it at Oklahoma. It was like Dante Hall. 160. Yeah, Dante Hall was so short that he was compact. You know, he's like 5'8, but he was yeah. probably like, yeah, 170, 175. Um, so who are you picking here? You're look, on the board. Have we taken Christian Wilkins yet? I don't believe so. I think that's my guy. That makes a lot of sense. I, I would think that I would think that maybe the, the Seahawks would make a push for that too. I forgot that he had not been taken yet, but let's go with Was it Dexter Lawrence that got popped? Rashawn Gary still available too. Wow. He's actually maybe even a better pick. Rashawn Gary was like one of the actually, actually, you know what? Yeah. Okay. Go. Let's you want Gary or you want look, uh, Lawrence is definitely like more of a clogger. I think he's got more variety. Wait, there's Wilkins. There's Trevor or, or Lawrence. Wilkins rather. Wilkins, Wilkins is more of a charger. Damn fucking Clemson has 500 defense alignment. Um, Wilkins is more of a clogger. Rashawn Gary is a straight, another penetrating beast, um, which fits kind of more with what the, the Ravens, Ravens do. Although they did have uh, that huge D, uh, nose tackle Nagata Nagata for a long time. <sighs> Look, I just think Wilkins is a better prospect. Give me best player available. Okay. Christian Wilkins. Yeah. There we go. Hang on. Let me write this in. Clemson back to back defense alignment. Come on, you fucking kidding. Rashawn Gary's still out there. I think that's the next pick. I forgot. I think I probably would have taken him with the Seahawks pick, but I forgot that he was gone. Um so the next pick is then the 
Houston Texans, but I think the Texans would not draft him. I think they would go Greedy Williams, cornerback, LSU. The Texans? Yeah. All right. You like Greedy Williams? Uh, I think Greedy Williams has, you know, LSU defensive backs have a little bit of a, they're pretty good, generally speaking. Maurice Claiborne was the uh, uh, Patrick Peterson only bust. Patrick Peterson, obviously Peterson, I mean, great, amazing. The Tyron uh, Matthew turned out to be pretty darn good. Uh, Ron Landry was a little bit of a bust. Ron Landry, a little bit of a bust. Look, LSU has shit tons of talent, unbelievable amounts of skill position talent, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, Greedy Williams, just really more from his body frame, strikes me as a potential bust. Uh, cause he's skinny as fuck. I know you're a little higher on his ball skills and his general defensive backing. Um, but again, the guy, he just doesn't look like an NFL athlete to me. I could be wrong. The guy produced like a mofo. Okay. You're, you're up on the clock with the Oakland Raiders and the Raiders went who in the first, who, who we had him taking, uh, who was it with the fourth pick? Let me see. The Raiders took. You had him taking Ed Oliver. Ed Oliver. So, so I mean, they're not going to take Gary here. Gary's going to draft at compl- or fall completely out of the first now, round. Now, it would be something very Raiders to do. In the same way, it would be something very Lions to do. But they're going to draft with Gruden as the, the, the guy? You know what they're going to do? What's that? They are going to uh, channel their inner Al Davis. And they are going to go get Marquise Brown. Oh man, that would be a beautiful, that would be a beautiful sight. They uh, they traded away the last uh, top receiver they took to Dallas. What was that? Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper, a little bit of a bust in uh, Oakland, killed it in Dallas. So. I think I think they're ready to try again. They I don't know if he's ready to if he hasn't pulled the uh plug and on um car and gone a different route, then I think he's gotta give him some weapons, you know. And look, it is kinda getting to crunch time for Gruden already because the expectations are so high. Shit first year, I think he will make it to Vegas. But I could see them going for Marquise Brown. Um next up. Eagles. Okay. This is where the Rashad Gary thing. I mean, this is, there's no way he's getting past this pick. Actually. I think he probably ends up with the Seahawks, what I probably fucked up with, but I'm going to say the Philadelphia Eagles with the 25th pick in the draft. Take Rashad Gary from uh, Michigan. I like it. Uh, he's dropping uh, that heavy. He's a Jersey guy, right? He came from the same uh, high school as Jabril peppers in Jersey. Paramus, uh, Catholic. I actually dated a chick from the neighboring town in college. Um, or Paramus Catholic, I guess it's called. Um, what are the odds that top two prospects in the nation come from the same fucking high school in back-to-back years? Pretty incredible. And they go to the same college. Pretty incredible, my friend. Uh, okay, you're on the clock with the Indianapolis Colts. Indianapolis Colts. What the hell are they going to do? I mean, there's just so much defense aligned talent in this draft. Uh, who have we taken from Clemson? I feel like Dexter just... Lawrence is still available. That's that's a strong, you know, there's also Jerry Tiller out of Notre Dame. 
And who's the other uh, Clemson guy that's still out there? No, I think those are the only two. We got uh, Wilkins was taken and Farrell was taken. Okay. Jeffrey Simmons, Mississippi State, still available. Uh, give me, give me D Law. I like that pick. I think that makes a lot of sense. I projected that on my on my mock draft as well. Dexter Lawrence, Indianapolis Colts, Clemson University. Very nice. You like this pick? I do. I think uh, Indy needs all the help they can get. Kind of uh, wherever you pick for Indy, <laughs> you're going to be in a good position. They did kind of come on at the end of last year. Andrew I like Luck. Frank Wright as the hire there. I think he's a good mind. Yeah, he good is a good mind. mind. And uh, I think they're heading the right direction. They won real big at the end of last year, right? They turned yeah, it around. They had a hot. shit be, uh, beginning yeah. of the season. Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe they're a team to watch, especially in the AFC South, which is kind of dog shit. All right, with the 27th pick, the Oakland Raiders are back on the clock, and I think they're going to go with cornerback Byron Murphy, Washington University. Guy's pretty stud. Pretty, uh, him or Greedy Williams, I think. You, you like Murphy better than Williams? Mm, I mean, he doesn't have the same hype. That's for sure. But I think that might be a reason to select him. Because, like I said, any LSU guy that's getting that kind of hype, any any defensive back that's getting top 10 hype in general, I'm suspicious of. You know, obviously there have been a few that have been great, but I think... Uh, but Greedy Williams still being on the board that late. Well, no, he's not on the board right now. He got taken by the 23rd pick. But I'm saying I got the, I think the Texans would take Williams over Murphy, but I like Mur- Murphy could be better than Williams. I think Raiders getting Murphy at pick 27. Okay. All right. Which means you are on the clock with the Los Angeles chargers. Just doesn't sound right. I know it's criminal. It is criminal. Um, I don't think, uh, your boy's going to like it, right? Our boy, uh, Decker old sidearm over there. Uh, Phil rivers, Philly ribs, but uh, he is getting long in the tooth. I think they go, they blow a load early on a QB. I think they might. Well, they were, they were competitive last year though. They were, had a great year last they year. They were competitive last year. I just feel like it's, yeah, it's too early for that. Too early for they that. They got Gina Smith still, right? <laughs> yes, they do. I think that's my point. Uh, that's one that I called bust, by the way. Gina Smith. And he was a second round pick, and I called terrible pick by the Jets. Uh, well, there's one that I kind of missed on because I thought Gina Smith had, had the tools. You know, he had the arm talent. I was not sold on him at all. Mm. Um, okay. All right. So, Chargers. Look, they need help on the, the O line D line. I'm going to go value. Was Tillery still available? Did we say, yeah, all yeah. right, let's go. Uh, Jay till. There we go. Jerry Tillery defensive tackle, Notre Dame. Finally, your Irish gets someone drafted in the first round. Patty C. There we go. You know, Central Florida's had more first and second round draft picks than Notre Dame in the past two years. Is that right? Yeah. Unbelievable. And Penn State. Central Florida becoming a juggernaut before our very eyes. 
that puts me at 29, pick 29 with the Seahawks, the, the pick they acquired from the Kansas City Chiefs. And I think they are going to go with, do we still have an offensive lineman available? I don't think we, oh yeah, Chris Lindstrom, guard, Boston College. Very nice. They got to protect. They just paid Russell Wilson out the ass. They're going to protect him. Yeah. Absolutely. Got to protect him. Which means, Patty C. How many years did they just sign him for? I forget. It was a lot, though. Uh, You are at pick 30 with the Green Bay Packers. Look. uh, Hmm. Let me take a look here. I am going to say the Packers... I'm going to stick to defense and I like this guy a lot. Actually not getting the hype. I think he deserves this guy. may be the best defensive back in the draft. Okay. Okay. Deandre Baker quarterback or corner Georgia. I could see them going that route. Getting slapped on. Georgia maybe not getting quite the uh, amount of love uh, from the draft Knicks as they should these days. They're producing as much. Here's a, here's a stat that here is the stat that I think got um, Rick fired aside from the obvious fact that he couldn't win big games was that from basically the time that he started until the time that he got fired, Alabama, LSU, and Georgia all produced something like 135 draft picks in that amount of time. You know, NFL draft picks in a 10 or 15 year period. The the next up was like 100. But what were, what did Alabama and LSU doing? Do LSU do during that period? National championships, two apiece, Ooh. five for Alabama, zero appearances. Wow. Well, they got one last year, but he was already gone. So. There yeah, you go. Exa- exactly. Okay, pick 31 for me is the Los Angeles Rams, and then we close it out with the New England Patriots, Patty C at 32. I think the Rams are going to go. Give me Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, safety, Florida. Look, they signed Eric Weddle. Weddle's old. They let, uh, what's his name, go to the Raiders, LaMarcus Joyner. So I think they go Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. Safety, Florida. What do you think, buddy? I like it. Um, SEC, SEC speed. Team speed. Team speed, for Christ's sake. Okay, which puts you on the the clock with the Pats. Here we go. And now is where, you know, it's just they can't hide it anymore. Tom Brady's not going to like it. Okay. They're not going to take a first-round quarterback. They're taking a first-round quarterback. It's between... Finley and Jones. Jones obviously. No, Jones got taken by the Giants. Damn it. That's the right. Piece of filthy okay, shit. Okay, no, they're not going to go first round quarterback. Yeah. I thought he was still on the board. Got too much shit open here. Uh, they're going to go with a wide receiver. A lot of them are. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a wide receiver, but a lot of uh, publications have said wide receiver. I think he's going to go defensive back. I think personally, if he's got this pick there uh, and this guy drops, cornerback Justin Lane, Michigan State. I also think he likes him for his versatility. Justin Lane played wide receiver at Michigan State. Interesting. Might remember a little Troy Brown. Action. I know they have uh, gone 
Virginia quite a bit in the past. So I could see them reaching for my boy, Juan Thornhill. Is that your pick? I think it is. I Juan think it, Thornhill. That's right. What position? I'm sorry. Cornerback. Okay. University of Virginia. Okay. I, I, I can see them definitely doing that. You know what I mean? Going DB. That's Belichick's game. He normally goes defensive back. Oh, is it like he was a Jets DC for a while. So I know we drafted a bunch of fucking defensive backs. Yeah. I could see him doing that. I'm not buying into this wide receiver thing. He'll sign one or, or Belichick one third round or something. Gets grinders. This guy was productive. He played in an otherwise look when you come from a Bronco Mendenhall system where every blade of grass is precious on defense. That's the kind of player that, and the kind of background that Bill Belichick wants to see. So there you go. Bill Belichick. That that con- concludes, if I can talk, uh, our first-round mock draft prediction. Guys, it's tomorrow night. Hopefully, you'll see that all of our picks are accurate. And yada, yada, yada. Okay. Um, guys, if you go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com, we can, you can see all the mock drafts, several mock drafts being released. You can check them out. Make your predictions. You can even bet on the NFL draft. Check that out. Now, what we'd like you to do if you go over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com, check out the merch section. We got a college experience shirts, sweatshirts, sports gambling podcast sweatshirts, uh, whale, uh, 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 it's a baby fucking whale sweatshirts. It's cool. There's cool <laughs> shit out there. You can also get that from Amazon. Please, we're linking all this stuff together. And if you can give us a positive iTunes review, I know I say this every time, and you think, oh, he's just saying that again. No, I really want you guys to give us an iTunes review. You guys interact with me on Twitter all the time. Please, please, if you like the show, give us an iTunes review from sportsgamblingpodcast.com. They have an iTunes window. You can drop it in. If you don't have an iPhone, it's that much easier. Uh, Twitter wise, you can find the sports gambling podcast network on Twitter at SGP network. You can find Patty C on Twitter at Patty C a three one. And you can find me on Twitter at the Colby D guys. This is the college experience. Now we got a shit ton of college football coming for you. NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, maybe even some baseball, some college baseball going on college across college across ECU is top 10 in college baseball, buddy. That doesn't surprise me. There you go. They seem like the type of team that would be full of drunk baseball. Mike Houston is going to take the football team to the top 10. You watch. Want to know this year. ECU. At NC State week one. I'm storming the fucking field. Pirates on the rise. This is the college experience. And we out.